Well, welcome. Welcome to the Front Porch. I'm Lewis. And this is the BD. And we are glad to be back on the porch again, welcome, my welcome. brother. We hope you brought your own mason jar. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that, T? That was, that's one of them North Carolina state say, uh, sayings. I don't know what you're talking about now. <laughs> Everybody down south know what I'm talking about. Drinking out of a mason jar. Yeah, well, oh, I've done that. You, you I've done that a, before, but I'm trying to yeah. figure out. So when you say you bring your own mason jar, that that's means. Right. So, so my dad had a mason jar. It was just his jar. Anybody else drink out of his mason jar? <laughs> that was his jar. <laughs> you know, you better not be caught drinking out of his mason jar. You get one of them other glasses. <laughs> Could have just been my dad. You know? <laughs> but, but, but if you want to drink something on the porch, you better bring your own jar. <laughs> I got, I got you. I got you. so we so we sit on the porch chilling. You bring your own. I got you, man. It's like that's like me saying, bring your own coffee cup, right? That's it. That's okay, it. I follow. I follow you. If if, if we said B Y O B, everybody. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> they sure would know what they, <laughs> they know what they meant. Yeah, I I would have known what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> but this is bring your own mason jar. All right, I got that's that. That's I'm going to start using that. T. That's going to be that's going to be um, something we just say on the front porch. <laughs> bring your own mason jar. All right. Thank you for thank you for that that cultural. Um, Exchange. I appreciate that. Learning something new. All like the time. I said, it might, it might only be my family, brother. <laughs> <laughs> See, if we had the, the kind of live thing where folks could put the little like up there, you'd probably be getting about 20, 30, 50 <laughs> likes, man. I know what you mean, T. I know what you mean. Question marks. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, man, it's good to be back. Uh, last time we were together, T, we were talking about this apology you made over at the Gospel Coalition at Pure Church, and uh, it was sevenfold, and uh, we talked about the uh, <laughs> and and it was a great conversation. They talked about the first three, uh, and uh, I would just encourage folks to go back and pick that podcast up, uh, and and, uh, and it's, it's just a lot. It's a lot there, more than just talking about why a man apologized. I think we've got into some real good discussion that was heart probing for a lot of folks, especially in the climate uh, that we're in today. So we're going to pick just right back up T with number four. Sounds good. Right. And you said in number four, you apologize for your sometimes dismissive, disregarding, rude, wow, brother, impatient and harsh tone on social media. Now, I listened to you on those first three, <laughs> but okay, now you done gone too far. <laughs> one of the most, T, look, man, <laughs> and this is real talk. One of the most common, if not the most common assessment of your writing, of your Twittering, is that what you call it? <laughs> Tweeting. And I, we, we, we're not on Facebook. I don't think you do Facebook. But your social media interaction, one of the most, if not the most common, is just the opposite of what how you described yourself. Mm. But, 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 but sometimes, in many cases, we do know ourselves better than others. 
Mm-hmm. Except for our wives. <laughs> <laughs> and, and even when they don't know us better, they're going to tell us what uh, we they, like anyway. That's right. And, and, we're, and we are going to, uh, we're going to conform, conform to what they say. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> so in a way, they know us better than we know ourselves. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, man, let me reach in on this one mm-hmm. uh, with you. When, when, and I don't even know if when is the right way to even, even, even pose the question, or how, or what, in what ways do you sense that you have been dismissive, um, um, rude, and this one here, impatient, because uh, even, in the, in the, even in the most recent um, dialogue you're having with Dr. Askell, right? Uh, one one of the uh, ways that that you're being characterized is thank you, Debiti, for your patience, for your tone. Um, I get that more than anything uh, I, f- from people. I hear that more than anything about your. Um, uh, matter of fact, I don't remember one time that we had we were talking down. We had a, a little thing going on. They, they can see it. They can see it out there on the front porch, right? They go to it, and uh, you you were discussing some of your days back in the day. <laughs> telling this story. <laughs> back in the day, and talked about pimp slapping somebody, right? <laughs> I think we all Carter, Isaac. Phil, all of us just lost it for a moment, right? <laughs> that was just so out of character. Even though you were describing a moment from some time ago, mm-hmm. right? Just even hearing that was so. Man, you gotta talk to you gotta talk to us about you gotta talk to us about that one, T. When yeah. do you feel that you're being dismissive or rude? I yeah. think maybe dismissive might even be. Uh, well, go ahead. I'll just let you talk this out. Because yeah. it's, it's your it's your assessment. And, well, and we, we trust I think it. I, yeah, I think I would say a couple of things. I, I think one is that again to keep in mind that what I'm really confessing in the apologies are, are problems in my own heart. Okay, right? Yeah. They're not always evident uh, to other people. So there, there are times when um, I, I've answered people, I think harshly or you know um, rudely, um, and um, you know, answered answered fools according to their folly mm. when, I, when I shouldn't have. Um, so I, I simply haven't communicated perfectly. Now, in in saying that, um, I I'm I don't think that's my character. Okay. So I'm, okay. I'm glad I'm glad to know that people, um, you know, report otherwise and 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 get a different sense in general of me as a person uh, and and a writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't think that's a character. And and part of what was troubling for me, um, you know, over the last year and some change was was feeling in myself that there were things happening in my heart that were out of character. Mm, OK. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So part of what the Lord himself was doing was, you know, gently putting his finger on some things that um, maybe other people couldn't see or didn't see, um, but that he saw and, and he was making me aware that he saw and making me aware that I saw, mm-hmm. uh, and and lovingly, graciously coaxing me um, to to sort of deal with those things. And so, I don't have a specific instance in mind of of being rude or or uh, impatient with folks, 
but I know that I have been. Um, and I, and I know that undoubtedly that's, that's come to the fore, uh, in ways that, um, in ways that I regret. And, and, and I think that's important because <clears throat> no, it, it might not be a character flaw per se, mm-hmm. but that does not mean that we can't sometime display mm-hmm. a flaw. <laughs> Amen. Right. Yeah. And, and, um, <clears throat> you're a kind fellow. <laughs> you're a kind brother but um you know i think i think we all know whether we're willing to admit it or not we know when we've said something in a way that it might have been camouflaged that's right that's right but then the lord speaks to our hearts you know through his word uh through a, a gentle or kind maybe a, a rough rebuke from a brother or a sister and they say now you you say, well, I didn't say that. that's not what I, it's not what I meant. That's not. And then in your head, you're saying, yeah, that's kind of what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly they, right. they, they peeped, they peeped my whole card. They got that's me, exactly they got right. me, you know, and the spirit of God does that so often. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate this, this number four T because, <clears throat> um, in wisdom, you know, the Lord reveals things to us, to our hearts yeah. Yeah. and whether hey. other, go ahead. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm amening with you, and 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 really, that's that's what the scripture tells us, right? That out of the abundance of the uh, heart, the mouth yeah, speaks. Yeah. So all of our word problems are really heart problems. That's what's yeah. Um, and and you know, you're right. I I know that I can be, and I assume other people can be, um, tempted to ignore the heart problems because others can't readily see them. Sure. Uh, and try to get away with that thing that we said or did that we know we shouldn't have, mm-hmm. uh, and to try and dress it up a bit so we don't feel as guilty and 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 we don't we don't have to pay as high a cost mm-hmm. um, in in correcting it. Uh, that's a great temptation, and uh, I feel it. I, I have felt it. I feel it in my own soul, and um, that it, it's not healthy to coddle that. Mm, it's not. It's not. And so this this has been real helpful because. I think there is, I think there is a, um, especially, again, we're talking about social media, and, uh, and which is why this is, this is just so very um, instructive, because we, there is a, I think at some, sometimes we think we're supposed to get away with being dismissive, disregarding people, and being rude. As a matter of fact, you get a whole bunch of likes sometimes, right? Right. <laughs> right. When you're like that. Right. And so in many ways... Uh, our interactions on on these on these platforms, um, they um, they influence that, <clears throat> and um, you know they encourage they encourage that out of yeah, us. I, man, and you raise a good point, man. Uh, it's really dangerous to pay attention to the likes. Yeah, that you're yeah. getting on these comments, right? There's always some people standing around the kids yelling, "Fight, fight, <laughs> fight, fight!" You know, always, <laughs> right, right, man. All these kids on the playground, yeah, man. In the thing you know you ain't supposed to be doing. No, you're not supposed and, to be doing. And um, I think we need to be careful with applause, man. It's, sure. it's not always a, a, a accurate indicator of spiritually what's happening in the moment or, or in our hearts. That's right. That's right. As a matter of fact, when Stephen was at Moody and he ran into a little bit of a conflict, uh, it was a huge one, actually. And uh, the dean, several guys were involved in it, and, and one guy was not, but he was coaching. He was liking, right? Uh-huh. And the, the dean, man... He said, you know, you're, I think in some cases you're the worst of all these guys because you were egging this on. You, you were, you were, you know, you were encouraging this bad behavior. 
So mm-hmm. don't be glad or happy or proud of yourself because you didn't lay a hand on it because your mouth being on it, you're just as guilty. Oh. And so we forget that when the lights are coming in. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we forget that's that, right. you know, and, and so you're, that's, that's, that's good, T. That's great, man. That's great. Um, I apologize, you say, number five, for ways I have misrepresented anyone's motives, comments, or positions. And the next thing you say is I hate being misrepresented. <laughs> I know, man. It's like, man, you know that ain't what I said. You know I didn't say that. And you, and you know I did not mean that. Come on. You know, um, but, you know, it's uh, how easy. I'm going to ask you this, T. How easy. Let, no, let me, let me rephrase. So do you think now in your own heart when you made this apology um, for doing that, do you think that many of your times or some of the times it was on purpose or was it that doesn't matter? You just know that you've done it. You, you get what I'm, what I'm getting at? Uh, well, I, honestly, on, yeah, I do. I do. Honestly, on this particular one, I'm not aware of any place where I have done that. Okay. But, okay. but I know that I have felt misrepresented. And I know that, um, you know, it's interesting. Like, I'm having this exchange um, with Tom Askell at the mm-hmm. moment. And um, it's, it's been a cordial exchange. We, we disagree on some things. We're trying to state our disagreements forthrightly. Um, but, you know... I have tried to represent his view well. He's acknowledged that I've done that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet still, people standing around are like, <laughs> oh, that's a hit piece, or you slander time. Like, the man said, I got him right, and he's not offended. But right. you said, I'm misrepresenting him, right? It was like, what are you talking about? So <laughs> just on the this one was really just on the chance that, okay, if, if I have said something somewhere, where I have done that, especially knowing how often it happens to me and how much I hate it. I, I want to offer this apology and invite people to show me where I've done it, and I would be eager to retract and restate. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't think anything is advanced in the way of understanding or charity um, when we are misrepresenting one another, or if when we discover that we've done that, we leave the misrepresentation out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just wrong. Uh, it's it's is lying. Uh, <laughs> and it's, you know, it's it's slander and libel. And I don't want to be guilty of that. Uh, I don't I don't want to take someone's argument, engage their argument, and then start talking about their motive, which I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. That that often <laughs> happens in social media. And so, really, this was me. Uh, I I don't know of a place where I've done that, but that doesn't mean I haven't. Right. And and but this was me sort of saying, you know, if, if that's happened, then I, I want to correct that um, because that's that's not been my intent. Now, that's huge. That's, that's why I, I kind of framed it that way, because um, uh, we, we are um, responsible at to some level, to some degree for intent. That's right. That's right. And so little kids, you know. But I, I didn't mean to. I, I didn't mean to do that. That's what you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so yeah. whether we are aware of it or not, uh, I think there needs to be a lot of honesty when we're when we're when we're writing um, in social media or even when we're talking to people um, about something. 
that 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 with the flesh there 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 is a tendency or there could be not a tendency but there could be where you have done that mm-hmm. whether you meant to or not that's right but understanding and not trusting the flesh we say you know what and i'm not trying to duck it if i've done that I, you know please forgive me and this is an open door for you to tell me that's right and and show me if i've done that or not that's right. Now I'm wondering. I'm wondering how many, <clears throat> what kind of effect that would have on social media, if if we um, if we acted like that, if we oh, <laughs> if wow. we dealt with one another like that, you know. Oh, it could be. It could be huge. Yeah. It could yeah. be huge. Yeah. Yeah. So I I appreciate that, man. I I, I um, <laughs> the little kid just said, "I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it." <laughs> uh, and uh, I, it's, 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 go ahead. Well, no, you, I mean you're making a good point. There, there is, there is a difference between intent and impact, mm-hmm. right? And uh, sometimes we do things that have an impact, but we don't deal with the impact. We try to retreat to our intent. Sure, I, I didn't mean it. Well, okay, show that you didn't mean it by dealing with the impact. That's right. That's right. Right by That's correcting right. the impact and. In a, in a social media culture, and, and frankly, in, in a culture of Christian leadership, where confession and repentance, where admission and accountability is so rare and, and, and so uncommon, um, we, we just we don't have very many encouragements um, mm. to do this. And, and that's, that's, I think that's to our shame. It is. I, it I, is. I, I, you know, I, I wrote an apology to um, someone. I said, "Man, you you write the most apologies." <laughs> <laughs> like I had written but three in, in, in like fifteen years of blog. Hey, right. three. I think I'm behind. Failing the quota, right? Because I know I've done more wrong than that. And uh, I remember a brother, you know, making an offhanded comment. If I named him, everyone listening would know him. Um, who took umbrage at the fact that I'd offered an apology to Beth Moore and my sisters mm-hmm. about the ways in which uh, women are treated mm-hmm. in, um, in in circles and particularly among Christian leaders. And, you know, the comment was, and, and you know, my friend Thabiti offered an apology to Beth Moore for I don't know what. It's like it's written in the apology. Uh, and, and you know what? Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably been, probably been party to what. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we've got a culture where I think Christian leaders want to present themselves as basically perfect. Um, and um, where Christian leaders, we don't want to acknowledge our missteps, our wrongs, our failures, our inadequacies, and um, don't want to acknowledge when we've done that to other people. Sure. We, we'd rather just ride off into the sunset, too many of us. And again, that's to our shame. It is. It's to our shame and it's to the harm of the church. That's right. Um, because what are we modeling if that's if right. we— if we have this this air of perfection that we're never wrong, nope. then then what are we saying? Nope. What are we saying to people when it comes to the grace and the forgiveness that's found in Jesus, which connects us all in the faith? I mean, yep. this perfectionism where we're never wrong, man, it just I mean, it undercuts, it circumvents the cross and all of that. Because the cross says, Hey, all y'all wrong. Exactly. <laughs> right? That's and so exactly. it's so it's um you know, it's a, and I, and, and you know, <laughs> it is, it's important that, that people know that the gospel, you know, it was first spoken to our hearts, <laughs> which Amen. is why we preach it. 
Amen. Right? Because that's what we preach it. We we are forgiven. Yep. Yeah. And 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 the table tells us, you know, to the t- the table tells us as often as as folks do it, mm-hmm. it, it reminds us, you know, of our union and communion with Christ and our ongoing forgiveness as necessary. So Amen. um Amen. you know, this this is I think this is just huge, man, in terms of how you know how we represent Christ. Right. Uh, and, and go ahead. No, that that but that's that's huge, man. This, yeah. this is it should be Christianity one on one. It should be, it? yeah, yes. And, and in that sense, like nobody's a hero for offering an apology. The the, <laughs> the, fact, the fact that this appears strange to people, right, is an indication of of how little we're practicing this grace. Sure. Um, and um, yeah, again, you know, we just we just gotta uh, uh, the we there is just. Christianity and Christian leaders in general, we've got a long way to grow. Mm. Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, we do, man. Yeah, we do. So, uh, yeah, again, this is uh, this has been probing, man. Now, number six, we're almost there, T. We're almost there. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask your forgiveness for acting out of hopelessness. Mm. Now, that's interesting. <clears throat> It's interesting. Um, I think for many reasons. Um, first of all, I think a lot of folks are are feeling uh, hopeless right now mm-hmm. for a multiplicity of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, contextually, I think a lot of uh, African American believers are simply have simply given up yep. uh, with the whole notion of reconciliation, uh, restoration, and these kinds of. They, they've given up on it. Um, mm-hmm. What's the use? Mm-hmm. Um. So when you when you when you said you 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 acted out of hopelessness, um, what what does that hopelessness look like, T? And in what in what ways do you think it affected uh, your writing or your your exchange, your interactions? Yeah, in in my own heart personally, yeah. and it doesn't have to it doesn't have to work this way. I assume it does not work this way in everyone's right. heart. Right. But in my own heart, personally, hopelessness lies next door to anger. Mm. And uh, it lies next door to uh, retreat and withdrawal. Right. So um, for me, um, this sense of hopelessness was, you know, at the bottom of a, a lot of opportunities and commitments to serve that, that I refused. And, and a lot of engagements that I refuse. Now, I, I want to say, just for clarity's sake, um, I, I don't think that the details and the actions of every situation are hope-inspiring. Mm-hmm. In other words, there may be very real things happening sure. in a particular local church or a particular relationship that, that work against hope, right? Sure, sure. Um, but to opt for hopelessness as a strategy, um, I, I don't think is is a Christian option. Um, our, our three greatest virtues are faith, hope, and love. Yeah. Right? Um, the resurrection <laughs> gives us gives yeah. us hope. Right? Right. right. So the, the whole at the core of our faith is is hope, and and that's more than a feeling. That's mm-hmm. more than sentimentality. That that's a kind of grit. That's mm. a kind of life and worldview. That's a kind of resolution that we make because of who God sure. is and what God has done in Christ. Um, in some ways, 
without regard to the circumstance and in some ways despite the circumstance. So hope isn't hope hmm. if it's just driven by the circumstance. That's right. Right. Um, That's right. And so, yeah, I, I feel like thinking about my own heart, I was looking at a circumstance where I think the loudest voices in evangelical discussions about justice and race and reconciliation and so on, the loudest voices um, were voices that seemed to me to be oppositional to at least my own view of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have found those voices to be um, difficult and unedifying at times. Um, and um, I have found those voices to be, um, you know, part of the situation that chipped away at hope for me. Uh, and I found that I, I, there are times and ways where I just resign myself to a kind of hopelessness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that's a that's a Christian option. And uh, if if I if I believe that the folks that I'm having a conversation with are brothers and sisters in the Lord, and He has promised, as in Philippians one, to finish the work that He's begun in them. Uh, again, I don't think I have grounds for being hopeless mm-hmm. about a brother or sister. In that sure, way. sure. It's helpful, be- and, I, and, and this is helpful because. Um, a lot of folks who um, would never pick up on a hopelessness in your writing. Mm. Um, matter of fact, matter of fact, hopeless folk read your ro- your writing in order to restore hope. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe because somebody's <laughs> because someone someone is speaking to issues that concern them, and just to hear and read that. Um, it, it, it brings hope to people that, um, you know, this is not being ignored. You know, the mm-hmm. Lord is the Lord has raised up someone that's defending this cause or that's speaking to this issue. So that's a that's a, that's a and so the Lord hasn't forgotten us. <laughs> mm, amen. Amen. Right. Right. Well, and, and, and uh, I take that as encouragement. Yeah. Um, I, I, Lewis, I mean, the honest truth is, I think I have hung in uh, with evangelical um, conversations and in evangelical spaces as long as I have, in part, by God using those encouragements sure. to sustain me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and but we shouldn't get it twisted. And that and this this helps people to be praying for you, mm-hmm. and and others who are, in a way, holding the torch, uh, to um, on issues that um, are representative of or that certainly could. Um, combat or you know come at our hope yeah you know yeah. and uh so we're, we're grateful we're grateful for your work man we really are and uh and we'll be praying we'll be praying for you uh Thank along you, those lines and we're grateful for all of these reasons and and number and your final your final reason is be, uh is apologizing uh in a tardy way <laughs> 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 now, now i find it to be interesting uh t and and and, and, <laughs> and, and I'm, i want to tell you why you know <laughs> I apologize. I ask your forgiveness, you say, for offering this apology and seeking your forgiveness in so tardy of a fashion. Mm. I'm sorry for apologizing late. (laughs) Should have done it a long time ago. Mm. Now, this is interesting. Uh, You also say, I offer this apology freely and genuinely. It's not offered in hopes of any return other than the forgiveness I seek with those I've offended nor does it come as a result of any pressure, coercion, 
or force other than that graciously applied by the Holy Spirit. And that's important to you, I think, even running into your very, the very last reason. And I say that because um, we're in an age, it seems like, of non-apology. <laughs> Made mm-hmm. that up. No apology. Mm-hmm. No reason right. ever to apologize. No yep. reason ever to say, I'm sorry. No re- Forgive me. And so speak about that just a little bit, this whole climate that we're in. That Because um, some people are like, man, what you apologizing for, man? Now, in some ways that could be <laughs> brother or sister just you know, got your back on some things. Yeah. Amen. Or it could mean on the other side of that, it could mean that you know, we don't need to apologize for anything, and that's dangerous. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Or, 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 or it could be a, a political sort of response, meaning, sure. you know, okay, now you've given ground to these folks, and they're going to use this. They're going to weaponize this in in various ways. Yeah, and and really, it's it's that it's that kind of mix of things that, in part, um, along with along with what I, what I have to conclude is a lapse of integrity, um, that in part kept me from making the apology for so long because you know i'm in a context and in an environment where i think there are a number of folks who have who have shown in 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 their misrepresentations and so on and so forth that they're not they don't appear to me to be good faith actors Mm -hmm. right um and and so at the bottom though you kind of go you know i think about the apostle paul it says in Acts twenty four sixteen, I always take pains to have a clear conscience toward both God and man. That's what he said. Yeah. Um, and so I'm thinking, okay, to be there, you taking pains to have a clear conscience before God and man, because mm-hmm. God is already talking with you about what's struggling, what's going on with your conscience, and and it was just really like a, a, a sort of realization is like, I can't worry about people politicizing this or weaponizing this or doing things with it that um, may, may not be, you know, edifying. Uh, I, I just really have to have a clean conscience before God, mm-hmm. uh, which means addressing this delay because delayed obedience is still disobedience. Sure yeah. um, and I've got to, I've got to like all things, trust God in offering this, right? Yeah. This has to be an act of faith. This can't be, a, a transactional offering where um, I'm looking for some guarantee that people are going to respond a certain way. And, and then I'll offer, you know, the apology that's due. Um, so, you know, it, it, it needs to be offered freely. Mm-hmm. It needs to be offered genuinely and uh, without a sense of bartering or trading or coercion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what I was trying to get at there. It's just, you know, it was, we should we should keep short accounts with God and with each other. That's right. That's right. Uh, and um, and so I think having not done that for some of these things, um, it, it seemed to me wise to confess that as well. Mm, mm. Well, brother, you know what? Uh, this has been rich, and I and I appreciate you um, with a certain level of vulnerability <laughs> of opening up. You know, um, because in in many ways. Um, when, you know, when, when when the Lord speaks to your heart about something uh, that you know you need to get right, um, in many ways, that's, uh, first of all, between you and God. <laughs> sure. Because you, you know, you, 
you know, you we're living quorum Dale, right? And mm-hmm. and and uh, we are accountable to him, um, and and to those whom, whom you whom you've offended, right? Right? And um, so, in many ways, that's that's the way that that works. And you don't owe anybody really mm-hmm. an explanation for that, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so, I appreciate uh, you know you you humbly open humbly humbling. How do you say that? I'm messing that up in a humble way. <laughs> <laughs> opening up to us and, and allowing us to to um, get a little insight into your heart, into how you think about these things, and it's and it's been helpful. Uh, it's been uh, doctrinally and theologically gospel-centered, Christ-centered, helpful, brother. Praise so I, I appreciate Praise that, God. man. I really uh-huh. do, man. This has been rich. Um, so now you're back to writing again. <laughs> so we can expect probably what maybe next July you'll be apologizing again. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Hey, hey, you know that that's 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 funny, but but that's that's also revealing, right? Yeah. Because I've I've had people say to me, you know, in in recent weeks, <laughs> if they agree, disagree with a tweet or something, I retweet it. You know, they 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 sort of warned. Oh, you need to be careful here because you might find yourself having to apologize. Yeah, again. man, that crazy. That, yeah, yeah. I'm it's like, crazy. why is that a problem? You know, yeah. if, what if, what if is I wrong? Err, <laughs> that's right. If I err, come to find out that I've erred and have to offer a subsequent apology, that's grace at work. Sure. Right. Sure. And so I think I think there's a sense in which in in sort of social media at least. Uh, people sort of look like uh, some people have sort of responded as if offering apology is a failure. Yeah, it's like no, that's that's the grace of God at it work. Is. And if I need to do that seventy times seven times, right? Yeah, <laughs> then then that's the right thing to do and a good thing to do. You you um, you have said this uh, before. It, it brings freedom. It does. Yeah, you know, confession brings freedom. Repentance brings freedom. Forgiveness brings freedom and for freedom christ has set us free mm-hmm. right yeah. and so i i just think when we fail to um follow the leadings of god's grace in uh confession and forgiveness and repentance and the reconciliation and the like on whatever level you know that that needs to happen in our sure. lives if we refuse to do that we just we just um, binding ourselves up. Sure, we in, are. In yeah, bondage. Yeah, li- living living in bondage, um, mm-hmm. with a perception, with, with a perceived freeness, and it's not. That's it's right. it's not um, because basically you're not right with the Lord. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. That's you're not exactly right with right. the Lord, right? Yeah. And that's good language. I don't hear that language as often anymore, Lou. But that's yeah. good language about being right with the Lord or right. not. Yeah. Um, and um, man, I, I know I, I need to be righted often. Sure. In my walk with them. So. Sure. That's right, brother. Well, man, wow. This has been great. It's been a long time. Too long. Too long, man. <laughs> <laughs> Too long, man. But, but, I'm going to have to make a ride up to uh, Waukegan and uh, bring bring my mason jar with me. Bring your so mason we can, jar. Uh, we can get it in. And I'll get you some lemonade. Or some tea, whatever, whatever, oh, whatever your flavor. Don't get no, in that. Don't get no tea. Too far north for tea. Do, I go with your lemonade. You go deliver. <laughs> <laughs> but I you, ain't sure they know how to sweeten it up there. Yeah, yeah we, I think you're right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you, but you know, uh, 
no matter what time of the day it is, no matter what the temperature is, I'll have a cup of coffee in my hand. <laughs> yes, yes, you will. <laughs> T, it's been great chatting with you, man. As My always, God, no man, and and to uh, folks who are listening, we're so grateful that you joined us on the porch. And uh, Lord willing, uh, we'll see you up on the porch again real soon. <laughs> <laughs>